Hello. Time to crash. You ready? I think this. I think it crashes more when I'm upstairs and not downstairs. Because of Wi-Fi. I think so. Yeah. All right. Should we get into this, or should we give like a minute to make sure you don't crash first? Oh, that's a great question. That's a great <laughs> question. Uh, yeah. Well, whatever. We can give it a go. I mean, it, can you see when I drop off? Uh, eventually, the image just freezes and right. can't hear you anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the only tough because I can. I mean, I'm able to jump back on pretty quick, which is good. Yeah. Well, that's what we had the tech problem audio for. Right. But if I'm talking, then it, it kind of sucks. And I just, I, yeah. So whatever, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Welcome, my friends, to the Sugar Friends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Truman, and this episode 408, One Crazy and Bad Summer. Uh, I, I don't know how to describe the summer. Very bad. Bad, bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it's been a while since we've been on the show. Uh, a lot of stuff's going on. Pat got married. <laughs> Sorry to all the ladies who definitely don't listen to the show, but now we're all taken. So, yep. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> uh, I think we're gonna talk about the wedding real quick. Um, it was. Good weather in terms of that didn't rain, but boy, was it hot in that church. Uh, a little bit. Well, yeah. I didn't think it was too bad, but a little bit. It, it definitely warmed up as, as the as the ceremony went on. Maybe it wasn't as bad for you, but I was wearing suit jackets. It was a little. Uh, oh yeah, see that was that was the problem right there. But I, I had I had the short sleeve shirt underneath, which helped a little bit. Uh, reception was good. The cocktail hour, I loved the, the food. The cocktail hour. Oh yeah! Oh my God! It was too much of it. Yeah. Um, and that might have been the biggest crowd I've been at, aside from Red Bull Arena, in the last few years. So. Yeah, there was. What table were we? We were we were table well, seventeen. I I was actually thinking about this today. So I think, if I did my math correctly, there was not including the bride and groom. There was eighteen tables. So that would put the count, and we had, I think it was 10 at our table, so that's roughly 180 people. Yeah, yeah. So definitely use the size crowd. And ours was the Red Bull uh, Red Bull table, because <laughs> our good friend Anthony was with us too, so yeah. it was all Red Bull people. And then uh, Pat's, Pat's friend Kevin, who was a Red Bull's fan, was there as well. Yeah. And then, of course, we had to monitor the, the, the shitty game. <laughs> Oh boy! Thank God we were at a reception. Yeah, 
you know, I still haven't told Pat. Hope I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping he's going to hear it on this instead of, um, okay. And I'm pretty sure we lost Truman, so. Phenomena. One down. Phenomena. One down. Phenomena. All right, so we just got, we just got to talk about this real quick before I before I get on with it. My this will I, for some reason my laptop crashes all the time. Um, just it's just Skype. Skype crashes. I think it's because of upstairs where the Wi-Fi is not as good, but it's pretty hilarious when I'm mid sentence and it fucking <laughs> just, just <laughs> takes a shit. And it'll probably take a shit again in about five minutes, if not less. So you know, I'm so, glad I'm glad I hit record before you jumped on today. Because I wanted, I was hoping to catch that to have it in the show, whether it was before or after we actually started recording. Yeah, so and of course it was me, mid conversation, <laughs> mid mid sense. Because why not? Why not? Uh, yes. But I, right. but I do remember what I was saying, uh, and hopefully it won't cut me off again. Uh, but what I was saying was that thank God we were at a fun reception because we did have that game. Thank you, Anthony, for putting the game on your phone at the table because that game was fucking terrible. It was, yeah. it was so it was so terrible. Oh God. Oh so bad. Yeah. So the funny thing was and, and Truman knows about what I'm he'll he'll realize in a second what I'm talking about. I haven't told Pat this. There was something I did the day of his wedding for him that I never told him about because of what happened in this game, which was absolutely nothing. Uh so sports betting is legal in New Jersey. I went to the Meadowlands racetrack and put a bet in uh, for the uh, same game parlay. So the Red Bulls needed to win, and Patrick Kamala needed to score at any point in the game. And, of course, neither of those things happened. He got the closest in that entire game. Which is sad because he didn't even hit the post, I think. Right. No, it did not. It did not. (laughs) But I I still had – I didn't even mention it in the Facebook group that – so he doesn't technically know yet that I had done this because when we finally got around to scene and take the photo, it was after the Red Bulls game. I was like, fuck it. I'm not going to tell him I bet right. for him and lost. I wasn't going to do that on this wedding day. No, no, we didn't need to depress him at all on his yeah. big day. Well, I mean, wow, someone depressed. Depressed. I mean, he was, <clears throat> he was already told what the score was. So yeah. Um, all right. So let's get into our recaps. Uh, so two games, DC away, 0-0 draw, and then uh, at home, a one nothing loss to Orlando. Uh, tweets, uh, Truman, do you have those ready? Uh, I'm just going to say this, Eddie. You tweeted us a lot, my friend. A lot. This, this is a lot. <coughs> you, we got we to gotta take it down just a little bit. Well, I think, just, he did that. I think he did it in lieu of voicemail. Yeah, which, listen, I, I appreciate it. But that is that is a lot to read. Um, so I'm going to sum up by saying he thinks Struber should probably be gone at this point. How about that? Is that, is that a good, good sub? Good. Uh, just kind of summing this all up here. Yeah. Is that, um, <laughs> this, it, the team is, is not looking good and not looking like it's going to get any better right now. Yeah. I think I'm that's the gonna, best way to describe it. I'm not going to, he, he did leave a voicemail. I'm looking at it. It's not, I don't think it's worth playing cause it's probably the same pretty much what the fuck's going on mentality. So. Let's just leave hey, that alone. We, we encourage you to keep tweeting and sending us voicemails, but this yeah. is we're gonna gonna just just cut down the tweets like in half, half of what you you sent us in the last one. Yeah. All right. Uh, was there any other tweets? 
No, no, he's the only one that's that's filled with the rage that we are right now. I think everyone else is just in a who gives a shit. Uh, there, actually, there was one from uh, Jeremiah. I've read Coach Jay where he kind of just tagged us as a reply. Uh, this is about the DC match. He said, snoozer, DC will and should be happier with that result than us. On the plus side, after conceding 50 goals in three games or whatever, we pitched <laughs> the shirt out. Take the small victories where we can get them. Holy shit, what a small victory that was less than, or a week later, right? Yeah, no kidding. My God. All right. So we'll get into our thoughts. Uh, we'll start with dislikes. Truman, you go first. What do you dislike about these two matches together? We're not going to yeah, do separate. No, I'm also going to add that um, I don't even know if we covered the debacle against Colorado, did we? Did we cover that? No, because we – yeah, so we missed two up two weeks in a row because, one, we all got really busy right before the wedding, and, two, we got busy after the wedding. So yeah, no, we didn't talk um, about the Colorado match. Holy fuck, was that terrible. Yeah, so, I mean, what do you want to talk about? The fuck they haven't scored a goal in well over two games at this point? It's fucking – you could play it. That's fucking embarrassing. It's what that is. It's fucking embarrassing! Yeah, I mean, that. it's just – there's no excuse to not score against D.C. And then just, just not score at home against another crap team. It's shit. Fucking horrible. That's it's just it's absolutely fucking horrible, and there's absolutely no excuse. Um, barely any chances in those games. Again, we said the the, the game against fucking DC. Patrick Kamala was the closest when he flashed one across the goal the goal mouth. That was as close as they got. Um, it's it's fucking inept. And at this point, I don't know where the answers are coming from. I don't know. So. Uh, it, what really bothers me is, so the last three matches was against Colorado, yep, who were number eleven in the Western Conference, at least number eleven, maybe, yeah, at least number eleven, uh, which they lost five to four at home, or, or was it five? It was five four, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh. They drew on the road at DC United, which uh, point-wise is the worst team in the league, and then lost one nothing to Orlando City, who had not won on the road in six weeks. And looking at their schedule, let's see. One, two, three... Four, five. Their last five games in MLS play, they did not win prior to beating us. If you go back to July 9th, which was their last league win, which is against Orlando City, uh, they've played, let's see, two, four, six, wait, two, four, six, seven competitive matches. Two of those wins, they've had two of the wins against in that stretch, and both of them were against us. Yeah. <laughs> Uff. Woof. <clears throat> it's fucking embarrassing! I mean, the worst part is, too, is, hey, if you give up a, giving up a goal at home, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's not the worst. 
but you couldn't fucking score at all. Well, that's I, the I, worst I find it to be the worst when that was literally their only attempt on goal and they had yeah. two total shots in the game. Yeah. And I honestly do not blame Cornell for the, for the Orlando loss because asking him to continuously stand on his head for 90 minutes is just ridiculous. It feels like this is what happened at the end of the Robles era where he was just asked to carry this team and there's only so much goalkeeper can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it just feels like that again. Yep. Exactly. It, it's like we're, it's, it's like we're back to the Chris Armish years. Yep. Except in the and Chris Armish year, we had 2018, so we were a lot closer to success than we are now. Yeah. And again, what's the answer at this point? I I don't know. I don't know what it is anymore. I mean, we didn't go out and get a striker. No, we got, we got, we got we, a 20-year-old from Brazil. Uh, we got a supposed winger from Houston off of waivers. Like Houston, who is currently, let's see. Oh, number 12 in the West. Yeah. We're going to take one of their cast-offs that they didn't even, they didn't even feel yeah. good enough to like get money for. I was going to say, they didn't want him. They didn't want him, and they didn't even try to get anything for him. Yeah. And yet we were like, yeah, we'll take him. Yep. <clears throat> not that not that Kevin Thuel did much while he was with the Red Bulls. And I think part of that would have been, you know, access to a thing called money. But mm-hmm. he at least, as far as I could tell, attempted to find talent out of nothing. Right, I th- it, like he's. I believe, if I'm and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe he's the reason we have Lucinus and Lewis Morgan. I think those signings were made before he left for Everton. Lucinus, I had enough of this shit. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I wouldn't blame <laughs> him if he wanted out at the end of the year at this point. <laughs> so what the fuck did I just walk into? <clears throat> but I, I have no idea what the fuck is going on anymore. I mean, <clears throat> I think it's clear that some players just don't want to try at certain points in the game. And that's clearly a leadership problem. Probably on Struber more than anybody. I mean, it's just, uh, I, I, I don't know. So is that you really feel? Okay, you're a shit manager. Yeah. I, at this point, I don't know why we paid off Burnley to buy his contract, have him sit on the sideline for months, and then bring him in. Yeah, my hands up, I, I don't I, know. Yeah. I mean, I, I get if you were to look at it on paper at the beginning of the year, we should not be doing well. And if you told me at the very beginning of the year that we would be sitting in fourth place in Eastern Conference after 25 games, I would have taken it. But if you, but if, and if you told me it's just like, you know, you never really made it to like one or two and you just kind of clawed your way to four, I would believe it. But if you, if you told me that roughly halfway through the year, you were fighting for a supporter shield and you started dropping off. No, that I would never have expected that. I mean, we have summer swoons with this high press offense, but it's never been like this. At least, at least it doesn't feel like it's been like this ever. Right. Cause I, I, 
I think the biggest problem is that you've seen that they that the they have the talent there, right? Lucinius and Lewis Morgan. That there's there's some guys that have it because um, they've shown flashes. So I mean, yeah, it it built our hopes up, but um, the problem is you're losing at home one nothing to Orlando, and the problem is that you're drawing on the road, and the problem is that you're blowing a fucking huge lead against Colorado. That's the problem. It's not losing close games or giving up big leads to LAFC, you know, and drawing on the road to fucking NYCFC or, you know, teams like that. This this is the fucking issue is that three massive opportunities to uh, beat teams that you should, that you look like on paper you were better than, um, two are at home, and you didn't fucking do it. And the last two were just ugly. I'll go four. Four games, right? Orlando on the road in the Open Cup. Yeah. Colorado at home. D.C. on the road. Orlando at home. All four of those should be wins. Orlando on the road, I <clears throat> sucked. But um, they were coming off that, that high in uh, Austin. Short rest. It's a tough game to win. That That's a fucking tough one. I don't care who the opponent is. Yeah, I'm not saying we should have blown them out. But I'm just saying on paper we should have won all four of those. Yeah. Like if you if you can't win the games you're supposed to win, don't I mean, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. All right. Is there anything positive to take away from these games? No, they gave up one goal in the two past games, and, and so I mean the defense is still pretty solid. They 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 got their shit kicked around by Colorado. Hopefully that embarrassed them enough to at, at least show up on defense. And that's the that's the glimmer of hope that of course keeps them in in most of the games they play. Most, I, I guess. Honestly, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know to take anything positive from this. I, I just don't see anything. <clears throat> Hopefully, it changes soon. Well, the good news is that my Kyle Duncan jersey means something again, so I like that. <laughs> well, only part of something because apparently he's not using the same number. No, it's still the same name. Yeah. He's like Jordan. He's like Jordan. He's wearing, what, the 45 or whatever it was? Oh, God. Yeah. <coughs> All right. Any afterthoughts for these games? They were bad. They were bad to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I never want to see them again or speak of them again. Okay. I'm good with just moving on. All right. Uh, prediction standings. <coughs> The rankings haven't changed, but the point totals have. Truman is still in first with 16 points. I am in second with 15. Pat, I believe actually, I have it at six points, but I believe he's at seven. Because I'm pretty sure he predicted a loss for Colorado. So I'll just say right now he's at seven. So closing the gap. That's what's going on. Closing the gap. All right. Two upcoming matches for... Uh, the Red Bulls, the first is Wednesday, August 17th, away to Atlanta United. That game is on MSG or ESPN+. Plus. And uh, Atlanta comes into this game, again, as a team we should be on paper. 7-8-9 record, minus three goal difference, 29 points, number 13 in the East. Pat has predicted a one nothing loss. Truman, what's your prediction for Atlanta Tornite? 
I'm going to double up on that and say a two nothing loss. Because uh, there's no reason to give any faith in this team right now on the road. Uh, as much as we did early on in the season, this wound looks fucking terrible. I, I just, I don't know. I don't like the rods. Um, this is going to be the one that fucking Atlanta beats us, and, and we're all going to hate ourselves for it. And Atlanta's just going to celebrate like it's the best game of the year. Goddamn right, they will. It's really tough to, <coughs> to go loss. But I want to be different. So I'm going to go with a 1 1 draw. I really don't think they're going to draw. I, honestly, I don't. Uh, I'm kind of throwing this out there. The same reason I did against DC. It's like, yeah, it's possible. I know. I honestly, I thought they were winning that game, but I just put, threw a draw out there for the prediction because it's like, fuck it. So, you know what? Let the road draws continue. At least it's a point. I guess. All right. Uh, the next match uh, is on Saturday, uh, August 20th, 6 p.m. Eastern Time at home versus FC Cincinnati. I will be in attendance for this one with uh, some of my extended family, including my nephew, who I'm pretty sure it's going to be his first game. I'm glad he's only three, so he may not remember this. <laughs> better off uh, since he comes into the game uh, with the, well at least going into tomorrow I don't know if they're playing midweek uh, their record is 8-9-8 minus 3 goal difference 33 points number 9 in the east this is arguably the more important matchup of the week um, while Atlanta has an, an outside shot at the playoffs since he <coughs> has a better shot at taking a home match away from the Red Bulls in the playoffs. So it's all about that that home seeding. Right now, Red Bulls have number four. That should be the lowest they finish going into the playoffs. So they really need to get some wins under their belt. Pat, again, <coughs> I'm sorry. I think uh, I have one of those wallflower scent things. In my office, I think it's mm-hmm. it's getting to me. Uh, so Pat predicted a one nothing loss. Truman, what's your prediction for Cincy? I'm gonna say since I I won't be in attendance and Pat won't be in attendance and you're the only one in attendance. <laughs> ugh, ugh, God, I I don't even want to make a prediction at this point. Uh, since he does not have a game tomorrow. So they will be well-rested for that. Uh, I'm going to say everyone's going to hate themselves, and it's a 2-2 draw. How about that? I mean, hating yourself has been a Red Bull Metro fan thing since two, or 1996. So right up the alley. Uh, you know what? I, I can't predict the win. This team has to prove to me they can win at home now. Uh, I'd be highly surprised if they actually drew the game, but I'm not. I I, mm-hmm. I, I can't predict losses for this one because I feel like that would just be. I'm trying to be a little bit positive. I'm going to go with another 1-1 draw because <clears throat> as much as their defense did have that bump in the road, it looks like that got shored up pretty quickly. 
But this offense, man, they just can't score for the life of them. So I, I can't see high-scoring games. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. If they, if they're gonna win this game, it's gonna be one nothing, and they'll be it'll be on a penalty or something like that. It's pretty much their only chance right now. Tom Barlow scores a uh, stoppage time penalty kick for the win. Right. <clears throat> Which honestly, I'll take at this point because it's still a win. Not how you want to do it, but a win's a win. Well, they'll take fucking any. We'll all take anything at this point. We don't yeah. give a shit how it happens. <laughs> I think we had the worst home record in the league, so. Enemy <laughs> win at home is good. <clears throat> All right. New York Rebels 2. Uh, they're losing ways continue. They lost 3-1 hmm. uh, versus 10-man Charleston Battery in their last match. Their record is 3-3-18. I almost said 3-3-8. Then I realized there's a 1 in front of that number. 3-3-18. <laughs> 12 points, minus 34 goal difference, number 14, which Oof. is dead last in the East. I don't think they're making the playoffs. No, Just a hunch. I don't think so. Just a hunch. Uh, Gotham FC. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, Ripples 2's next match is on Saturday, August 20th at the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. And that game is 7 p.m. Eastern time. <clears throat> so here's a question. Where does Caden Clark go? To Ripples 2 or to Red Bull Arena with the MLS side? Because apparently he's been... A lot in Red Bulls too recently. Uh, I think with the, with the main team, I would guess. Okay. <clears throat> Quick discussion question or discussion. How disappointing is Caden Clark's loan spell that he can't even break into a regular rotation with how bad we've been playing recently that he gets sent to RBNY two. It's bad. It's not a. It's not a good sign either which way. <clears throat> um, it's. Definitely not good for, for Leipzig. I mean, oof. I mean, so. at, least we, at least we sold them on already. So <laughs> if anybody's taking the financial hit, it's not really with the, the New York side. Yeah, well, they kept the receipts, so yeah. they're going to be returning them pretty quick, I think, permanently. <clears throat> well, at that point, we still make a profit, right? Because presumably we're not going to pay the same amount for them back. Yeah. Oof, God. Yeah, it's... <clears throat> Just goes to show you that not every person going to Europe needs to go to Europe. Right. Some people can stay in MLS and mature some more. One who I think we'll get to uh, in Thumping Ground. <clears throat> All right. Um, Gotham FC, they lost their last match as well, 4-1 uh, versus OL Reign. Their next match is uh, actually tomorrow, August 20th, 8.30 p.m. versus the Houston Dash. Uh, their record is 4-0-9, 12 points minus 18 goal difference, number 11 in the NWSL. <clears throat> Give this to them at least. They're not drawing, right? <laughs> they have definitive results either way. At least it's something. True. True. All right. With that, it's time for the dumping ground. I'm the trash man. All right. Some of these things may sound like old news, but since we haven't talked about them, uh, first, IFAB, which is the rules organization for soccer, uh, officially approved the five-sub rule prior to the start of the uh, European schedule. So the sub-rules that we've been seeing in MLS still is now official throughout the world. 
that's the three sub windows plus halftime for a total of five subs. Uh, I don't think they approved a concussion sub, so it's still kind of in trial, I guess, with, with MLS. But it'll be interesting to see how that five sub rule plays in uh, with the World Cup, because this will be the first one that has that rule now. Hmm. Uh, next, Matt Miazga, uh, name a blast from the past, is yep. back in is back in MLS, but not with the Red Bulls. Uh, the former Chelsea player who never really played at Chelsea, <laughs> went on a bunch of loan deals in Europe, uh, is back in the United States playing for FC Cincinnati. Uh, clearly, this is a move for him to have playing time ahead of the World Cup. Uh, <clears throat> in, in a way, I'm kind of glad he didn't come back to the Red Bulls because I feel like he would get dis- not destroyed, but kind of wasted here. Um, yeah, Psyche would definitely be destroyed, that's for sure. Yeah. So what what do you think about him coming back to MLS? Well, as we know, no former Red Bull player ever comes back here. That's just the thing that this doesn't happen. Uh, I don't know. Good for him. It, I, MLS is a fine league. There's there's nothing about like putting your head down and returning to MLS. I don't think. So and if he's going to play, hey, you may get to see him this weekend. Yeah. So there's that. Um, yeah, it's a bummer that he, he's not with us, but. It was never going to happen. But, yeah, I mean, well, whatever, good for him. It doesn't affect his – playing in MLS does not affect your World Cup status at all. I, I really don't believe that. I think if you're a defender, a goalkeeper, I don't think it matters what league you play in. I, I really don't. Maybe as a midfielder as a forward it does, but I think Landon Donovan kind of proved that, didn't he? And Dempsey, to a degree. Yeah, yep. So, yeah. So I, it's it's probably a good it's really a good thing you know we need our players having consistent playing time to be ready for when the World Cup rolls around so uh, whether or not he makes a squad it's still I think a good move for him just to make sure he's getting that consistent playing time at a at a relatively high level. Yep. Because uh, I think I don't remember all of his loan deals but I believe they were if they were not equivalent to MLS they were at least one or two steps down. Um, which is not good in the long run. As much as you're getting playing time, you want to be at, at the highest level possible. So, you know, if you're not getting playing time with Chelsea, then, yeah, might as well come back here and make the most of it. Right, absolutely. All right. Uh, this next thing, the last thing I have is a little different. I'm going to recommend a different podcast for you guys to listen to. Uh, this is not a Red Bull-specific podcast. It is soccer-related. Uh, it is called The Lords of Soccer. Uh, I believe it's published by iHeartRadio. Um, it's a like a true crime narration-type podcast that focuses on FIFA corruptions, uh, <clears throat> starting around the Russia-Qatar World Cup bids and... Uh, what eventually and the investigation that led to the FBI working with uh, foreign authorities to arrest a bunch of the FIFA executive committee. Uh, I think that was back in like 2015 or 16, but uh, so far it's good. I think I'm uh, four episodes in and it, it's definitely an interesting uh, listen. 
to hear about. Everybody knows about the corruption in FIFA, but this is stuff I hadn't heard about before, so I think it's pretty interesting to listen to. Corruption? FIFA? What? I know. It's shocking, right? That's, yeah, that's weird. That's new. The next thing you know, you're going to tell me the Olympics are fucked up. Come on. The Olympic are the pinnacle of sport. They're they're shining beacon for humanity. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's definitely interesting uh, listening to. I, I think they intentionally timed the, the release to be when the World Cup should have been. Right, because you know the World Cup should have finished. If it was held at the normal time, it would have just finished up. So I, I think, but it's definitely interesting. Listen, like, like I said, I got four episodes in. They're averaging about thirty to forty minutes each, so not terrible in terms of length, but definitely full information and stuff I hadn't heard about before. Hmm. <clears throat> like I heard the name. Um, Chuck Blazer before. I didn't realize that he turned basically turned on everybody. And it this is an interesting fact. So apparently he was so out of shape that when the FBI went to put a wire on him, uh he was sweating so much that the tape would not stick. (laughs) (laughs) So the FBI had to give him a key fob that he had to put onto onto the table. Oh my uh, god! In order to do, in order to do the t- the recording. Oh boy. That's a, something really small, but it's just it's oh. an interesting tidbit. <laughs> All right, uh, you have anything else picked up at ground? I got nothing. Premier League's back, so that's exciting. Well, maybe for you. European football's back, and so there's lots and lots of soccer to watch. Yeah. And we have a lot of games happening before the first uh, break, right? Because usually it's only like three or four weeks. Now we're going to have like five or six. Yeah. All right. Uh, So Pat's not here. I'm not going to get into the gambling stuff um, because apparently the bets I make don't work. No, that didn't work at all. How much like Pat's bets? (laughs) True. But apparently the one bet I made did not work. So, um. All right, so that just takes us to the last thing, which is Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. All right, I'm going to hand this off to the teams that played, teams that play in Los Angeles, because uh, the Galaxy and LFC, LAFC beat their teams collectively by a score of 10-2. to 2. Galaxy winning 5-2 over the Vancouver Whitecaps, and LAFC beating uh, Charlotte 5-0. So it was not a great weekend to go play in the Los Angeles area. So, you know, that reminds me, the the one aspect of these last two weekends that we didn't talk about, they were the two highest scoring weekends in MLS history. Literally, two weekends ago was the highest scoring, and the last weekend became the new highest scoring weekend in MLS history. Yeah, I think I saw that on the uh, MLS uh, Instagram page. And two teams did not score a goal in either of those weekends. Yes. DC United and New York Red Bulls. Yes, we are the best. <laughs> All right. Is that it? I have n- nothing else. Okay. 
Let's wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash redbullrant. One dollar a month is all you need for exclusive content, such as monthly wrap-ups, live post-games, anything we decide to do. I may or may not do a, a quick recording from the uh, arena parking lot on Saturday. We'll see. Uh, <clears throat> maybe, I, maybe I can convince my wife to give her opinion, because this will be her go. first. So my wife has been to a game in Germany. I want to say... No, I can't. I, I can't remember where she saw the game, but this will be her first uh, game stateside that she's going to. So maybe I get her to comment on it. Um, you can email us at redbullrant at gmail dot com. If, <clears throat> by the way, real quick. So, <clears throat> uh, Eddie, if you don't feel like typing all that stuff out in a tweet, an email works too. <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> yeah, we do have an email. Yeah, you can send us emails too. Instead of sending us uh, having to hit send multiple times on tweets, <clears throat> um, you can call us 973 348 5329, Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant, on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at The Truman for Truman's Subscribe to the Show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube Music, YouTube. SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Well, Sunday's my birthday, so I'd be really fucking happy if uh, this team could get their shit together this week and actually play real soccer against two fucking mediocre teams. That would be great. I mean, just it would really, really make my weekend uh, if they can just get their act together and maybe, just fucking maybe win yes please i have i'll have my family there i want my nephew's first game to be a win but if you're going to lose at least lose in a way where he will not remember it when he grows up <laughs> i want I, I i want to make him a, a soccer fan so do the, do this for me and win don't want to <clears throat> then maybe i shouldn't make him a red bulls fan yeah that's true all right. So for Truman and myself, this has been episode 408 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out, everybody. This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, Clayton John, Chris Adamek, Maeve Dartinez, and Pierre Delecto.